theory of boom and bust that does not crash. A podcast by Torsten Polite, recorded on the 8th of April 2020. Quite a few people may wonder why the global fiat money system has not yet collapsed. The fiat money system did not break down in the financial and economic crisis 2008-2009, when a great many people feared the debt pyramid would come crashing down. And it has not gone belly up in the current coronavirus crisis, in which governments all over the world have shut down economic activity, making production fall over the cliff and unemployment skyrocketing. Doesn't all this contradict the Austrian business cycle theory, which says that a fiat money-induced boom must end in a bust? The answer is no, it does not. The Austrian business cycle theory as was developed in particular by Ludwig von Mises, is an a priori theory. Its statements are consistently grounded in the irrefutably true logic of human action. As such, the Austrian business cycle theory tells us precisely what happens to the economy if and when the central bank, in close cooperation with commercial banks, increases the quantity of money through credit expansion. The market interest rate will be artificially suppressed, consumption increased at the expense of savings and additional investment induced. The economy, starting to live beyond its means, enters a boom period. Once the additional credit and money injection have worked their way through the economic system, affecting wages and goods prices, the market interest rate returns to its original level. Consumption declines, savings increase, and new investments turn out unprofitable, as entrepreneurs realize that their economic calculation had been corrupted by the artificial suppression of the market interest rate. It turns out that overconsumption and malinvestment are the consequences of the boom, that the production structure had been misguided and must be corrected, which happens through the bust. It is in this sense that the Austrian business cycle theory informs us that the boom must, sooner or later, end in a bust. Its reasoning, as irrefutably correct as it is in terms of the logic of human action, cannot be used without caveat to explain the real world, though. This is because the Austrian business cycle theory, like any other theory, holds true ceteris paribus under the notion of other things being equal. To give a simple illustration, if the central bank pumps new money into the economy through credit expansion, and if the free market is allowed to work, and if there are no other factors like new technology and increases in productivity, then the boom will turn into bust. The real world, however, is a different place. Not only do consumers and producers change their behavior as time goes by, but there is also government action which affects the working of the economic system. Most importantly, government interference in the marketplace is on the rise. It clamps down on the very forces that can, and usually do, turn a boom into bust. After the latest financial and economic crisis 2008-2009, central banks put a safety net under the financial markets and the economies. Businesses and investors can now be assured that central banks, in time of need, will come to their rescue and bail them out. The same has happened in late March 2020, 
when governments all over the world, as a reaction to the political decision to shut down economic activity, put together gigantic bailout packages meant to support credit markets and extending loans and unemployment benefits to struggling businesses and consumers. Of course, governments do not have all the money promised to the victims of the lockdown at hand. And the money cannot be obtained by raising taxes or by issuing new bonds in the capital markets without making interest rates go up. Central banks have started rolling out the biggest backstop ever. To prevent the bust, they manipulate market interest rates downwards and print ever greater amounts of money if necessary. In particular, and most importantly, central banks have entered the corporate and long-term bank credit markets. They have lowered the cost of credit and capital in general. The beneficiaries are big business, highly leveraged investors, Wall Street, the financial industry in general. Does this not just postpone the inevitable bust, one may ask? The Austrian business cycle theory even helps to find an answer to this question. To start with, of course there would be a recession depression like bust at some point if and when market forces have the space to restore the economy to equilibrium. However, neither politicians, bankers, entrepreneurs nor employees wish this to happen. This gives a carte blanche to governments and their central banks, supported by a public who is becoming increasingly fearful of job losses and personal ruin, to go ahead and do away with what little is left of the free market system. To escape the bust, the free market system is transformed into a Befehlswirtschaft a system in which the means of production remain formally in private hands, but in which the state and the special interest groups influencing the state are really in the driver's seat by dictating and controlling goods prices, interest rates and wages, labor conditions and incomes, and even nationalizing and managing banks and entire industries. This was the model the German National Socialists erected in the late 1930s. The state dictated what was to be produced by whom, when and where and at what costs. History does not repeat itself, but sometimes it rhymes. The Western world is increasingly, and quite rapidly so, bidding farewell to the idea of the free market system, driven by the attempt of fending off the inevitable bust as a consequence of a decade-long debt binge caused and made possible by central banks' fiat money regime. While this may indeed keep away the bust for quite some time, it will weaken output and employment gains. People's standard of living does no longer improve at a desirable clip or it may even decline, and with it comes impoverishment. These are the very ingredients that facilitate the rise of the totalitarian state. So the unpalatable truth is that without allowing for a bust, a big crash, the fiat money system and with it all the forces working towards the aggrandizement of the state are here to stay and will predictably get worse. The hefty price of upholding the current boom and the economic and social structure it has brought about is the end of the free market society as we knew it. That said, one should be hesitant to find relief that central banks seem to have succeeded once again in fighting the bust.
The Austrian business cycle theory in its traditional formulation enlightens us about the consequences of how the free market system turns an artificial fiat money-induced boom into bust. It thereby also helps us to understand what actions will most likely be taken by those who want to prevent the boom from ending in a bust. The free society, the free market order, will become the victim. Fiat money, other things being equal, is a sure way of gradually, little by little, overthrowing the present order. In this sense, it is a tool of Marxist's stealthy agitation, seeking to overthrow capitalism, the private property society. In retrospect, it was therefore presumably premature to interpret the latest stock market crash The S&P stock market index shed 33% from 12th of February 2020 to its low on 24th of March 2020, as an indication of the approaching end of the fiat money regime. The power of governments and central banks over economic and societal affairs has not been broken. On the contrary, one must fear that it has gathered further strength in the course of the latest lockdown. More and stronger than ever, states and their central banks dismantled the free market system, cementing their fiat money and ultimately erecting the almighty state. The Austrian business cycle theory is a boom and bust theory that does not crash. It offers timeless truth about the economic consequences if and when fiat money is injected into the economy. We know that a boom must result in a bust. We do not and cannot forecast with certainty when it will occur. It all depends on the special conditions under which the fiat money regime operates. In a hampered market economy, the boom might very well last longer than one would expect, and the final crash might appear in a rather different format if and when governments increasingly shut down the free market system namely tyranny. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for your attention.